What's good, everybody? DJ T-Mac checking back in with you. I want to say thank you so much for checking out this video, this conversation with Izzy Hot and myself. If you enjoy this conversation, please give it a thumbs up below and also subscribe to my YouTube channel. have a bunch of great conversations on here already. Got a lot more coming this year and a lot more great content. So you don't want to miss anything. You don't want to miss it. Thank you so much, Izzy Hot, for taking the time to have this conversation. You guys can find links below to follow Izzy Hot and support his music and also Farrell Music Group. Big shout out to the Mussolini, O Finesse, 7 News and Entertainment. You know, I already have some conversations with them. Probably got some more coming later this year, but just wanted to give a shout out to them. And uh, I like the work everybody's doing. So keep it up, people. But once again, thank you so much for checking out this video, this conversation with Izzy Hot and myself. Links below. Enjoy the show. Flavor in your ear radio. Back here with another great hip hop conversation. We got Izzy Hot in the building. He's an artist out of the out of New York City. I first heard him through listening to Mussolini. Uh, he's featured on some of his tracks. They did a lot of work together. And Mussolini also mentioned him during the interview. So I had to go check it out. Actually, the day I interviewed him, the Fuck With Me video dropped on YouTube. So that was just a good introduction right off the bat. Um, after doing some more research, you know, I really like his lyrical flow. Uh, I enjoy his style, uh, very detailed. He has great references, hip hop references, something I love. The ability to bend words with the instrumental, the very smooth, classic sounding instrumentals that he picks. Um, you know, he's a real writer. He released his recent album, Memento, in February. And, you know, he's got a bunch of other great songs. So we're going to get into some of his projects, his artistry, and we'll see whatever else comes up. But Izzy, thank you for taking the time to join me for this conversation. And welcome to Flavor in Your Ear Radio. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. You already know. So how I just kind of want to start from the beginning. How did you get your start in music? Um, I started listening to hip hop at a young age. Um, it wasn't really until probably like junior high school after I heard Mace's Harlem World album, um, that kind of all that flashy hip hop stuff that they was doing bad boy at the time, like that kind of inspired me. I was like, damn, like I want to, I kind of want to be flashy and rap. And then I just started digging in and listening to more um, hip hop artists because like my older cousins and my brother, you know, he was, um, they were always buying like hip hop albums and I was always listening to them and that's, that's what it was. Just got hooked. Yeah, yeah, I got hooked. I got hooked. Definitely got hooked. I mean, it was, it was, it was like love at first sight. You know what I mean, but it was from a young age too, because like, I could remember like the first, the first hip hop album I bought on cassette was Ghostface Killers, uh, Iron Man. You know I'm mm. saying, and um, but I was listening to stuff before that, you know, like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mm -hmm. uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Cool times. <laughs> that that was dope times to listen to music back then. You know what I mean, for real, man. Yeah, we kind of grew up in it you know hip-hop was all around us in movies and you know you really see it everywhere now the hip-hop culture has taken over you see dances everywhere you know in the commercials and the songs and all the movies promoting everything really um so when you first started writing music what made you inspired to start writing and kind of give you that push to try getting into hip-hop um just just the vibe I would get just from listening to music myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like, you know, I'm, 
I'm not really the type of person to talk about, you know, personal things. I'm like, I'm like real, I'm usually the one less talkative in the group, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely speak a lot when it comes to music. It's just like a, you know, like a, like a, a gate for me to, you know, just let everything out, you know what I'm saying? And tell stories, you know, do crazy stuff with it. It's, it's just a passion for it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How long were you writing before you uh, were able to first record music and lay something down? Oh man, this this must have been when I was probably like around 14, 15. So probably like a year or two, maybe like two years, I want to say maybe. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't really that good, but you know, <laughs> as practice makes perfect, right? Yeah, you got to start somewhere. Sure, was it sure. trying to build up the confidence to be able to, to feel like you can record? Was it about finding a place for you to record? What yeah, was that yeah. process like? Yeah, just... um. Find, finding the flow, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, de I definitely went through different phases when it comes to, you know, the flow and, and my sound, you know, pertaining to, to the lifestyle that I was living at the moment, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that, that definitely was it for me, like trying to find the flow, you know, and, and, you know, just lyrically trying to sharpen, you know, trying to sharpen my pen. Very lyrical, man. I, I, I like your content how you present it the style of beats that you get on it just reminds me of that classic hip-hop vibe um who are some of uh, you know we you talked about mace's harlem world what are some of the other albums that you like to go back to and either draw inspiration from or that you just enjoy listening to that you find yourself throwing on um d definitely illmatic illmatic is probably like my number one like hip-hop album of all time uh, granted, though, Nas is not my favorite hip hop artist of all time. It's Jay Z, but for for some reason, that album, like from beginning to end, like just solidifies like what hip hop was at that moment. Man, it, it made such a huge impact. You know what I'm saying? And it definitely changed the sound of the game at the time that it came out. It definitely captured a moment of in time and where Nas was at in Queensbridge. It really brought you into his world and yeah man that's a classic album i have a regular vinyl of that i have a live version of that we got you know illmatic is well respected over here also and you know, he's played a lot on flavor in your ear radio um you always were from new york new york city you grew up there yeah absolutely so growing up in new york city obviously you know it has its own vibe i haven't been there in a while what has it been like during the last year uh, with COVID and how has that really changed the city and the energy and maybe inspiration that comes from it? What, uh, what, what can you tell me about that? Um, I mean, the, the streets became really dead, you know, um, it, it, New York is probably like one of the most, you know, famous cities in the country. And just, just to see the streets dead, like no liveliness, everybody's just very wary of, of who they're around and, you know, nobody wants to be touched. Nobody is, it's, it's just weird. It's like a weird environment right now. It's the, the fact that this is like the new normal is crazy. But um, for the past year, that's just really what it was. I mean, some people were still going out, you know, trying to enjoy themselves, not letting COVID, you know, stop them from living. And, you know, some people were taking it serious. Unfortunately, a lot of people lost their lives, um, which is sad to say, but, um, and, you know, I've had some family members that went through it, but, you know, they, they got through it safe, thank God. And um, yeah, that's pretty much what it was, man. Yeah, that's, I'm sure it put 
uh, a stop on kind of plans that you had going into that year. But um, I guess you were working on Memento. Is that kind of what your main focus was last year? Was putting well, that project it's, together? it's crazy. It's crazy because Vincente dropped and then COVID just dropped like a few weeks right after it. And it just shut everything down. Like it just killed my momentum. It, it just... It, it it definitely hit home, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I really had plans for the album. You know, it was the first album um, I, I thought was pretty good. And, you know, I, I wasn't able to do the most that I wanted to do with it, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of try to redeem that with Memento. And um, throughout the COVID experience, though, you know, I, I've just been, you know, jumping on these features and working a lot and uh, working on Memento at the same time, too. But... Um, you know, sure enough, just trying to, you know, make a stand for myself. Trying to maintain, keep pushing, man. Well, I, I like it. I, I hear it. You know, just listening to tracks with you and Mussolini from a few years ago, I could hear growth and evolution and and you guys are elevating. It's getting crispier and it's I, I see the growth. So keep pushing. Definitely, Before we jump into talking about Vincente and Memento, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the beats. You know, it reminds me of some RZA style, Pete Rock, um, yeah. Premier, yeah, yeah. most of the producers on Illmatic, you know what I mean? Um, Ninth Wonder a little bit, has got some soulful stuff too. We're going to talk about North Carolina a little bit also, but what is your beat collection process like? Um... It's crazy because we'll be in the studio and we could go through a whole bunch and we'll just put some through the side. It, it just, when you listen to the beat, it, it kind of hits you, you know, what, what gives you a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like you could listen to something, you'll be like, skip, 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 skip. But then there's just that one that just kind of like, oh shit. Like if you could hear anybody else on it, that means you could hear yourself on it. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be like, oh, this sounds like a this person beat or like this sounds like a this person beat. Like, it sounds dope. So that's how we do it. We just, based on how it makes us feel mm -hmm. every time that we listen to them. But the, the beat selection process could take a while, you know? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, definitely trying to find the right track. Yeah, yeah, and sure. and I, I just want to shout out, you know, all the producers, you know, that fuck with us, you know, is always trying to work with us and shit like that, you know? We definitely shout out every producer we work with, you mm -hmm. know, make sure they get, they, you know, they, they shine too. And, uh, def, you know, shout out to them for show. Absolutely. We need that. You know, everybody showing respect and putting on for each other. We need a little bit more of that uh, in the game. Absolutely. I appreciate that. What is your process of putting a project together? So, you know, we know a little bit about the beats. You're in the studio. You're waiting for the one to hit. All right. That one hits. You got a good song. Do you kind of know from maybe the first song? You're like, all right, this is the start of a project. What? How do you build a project? It's interesting because... For this project, my goal was to work with different artists because my first project, I didn't even work with artists like that. I just worked with Moose and, you know, Profit, like people from my squad. So this was a chance to kind of like showcase the, the talent, you know, with other people and, you know, give people some great content to listen to. Uh, as far as the album put together, I just kind of went through like what I felt was like the dopest songs and the point of the album was just to give people a catalog of, you know, just dope music to vibe out to, to like remind them of this certain time and, and, and this certain period in time, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this, the, the pandemic, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that, that's, that's what Memento is, you know, it's a, it's a, 
it's going to remind you of this certain time, you know, the pandemic, you know, 2020. The timepiece for that. It's just the catalog of uh, good music. And, you know, it just so happened that each song was just playing off, you know, one after the other. It just went with the vibe. And I don't know, I was, I was just in the zone. Yeah, Memento, really dope album. Um, pretty dope artwork, too. Is there any significance behind that? How did you come to uh, that being the cover art? Um, I just told the artist, I, I mean, I just told the, the guy, the person that made the artwork that, you know, I just wanted something kind of artsy. So I, I um, gave him a chance to listen to some of the music and I just let him go from there. You know, usually I just trust the artists, let them do what they do. You know what I mean? Just cause, mm -hmm. just like, you know, they, they trust me to give them dope music. I got to trust them to give me dope artwork. Good. Nice. Nice. Um, you mentioned, you know, you tried to work with some, you tried to have more features on this project and they're all really dope. I must say, you know, that Entrevino's track, that's fire. Preach. Oh. I mean, all of them are really fire. Semi Burn, that one really stuck out to me. I think that was the first one that really popped out. Mm -hmm. I was listening to Memento when I was driving, and uh, then I heard G4's voice. I was like, oh, damn. That was, that's yeah. a cool feature. A little Shout surprise out to there. Oh, big bro. But I would have fly family. Feeling like the people's champ to the hit rock bottom. Killed over a Jesus piece. Now they think God got him. See, that's the problem. We hate death and what it signifies. But when your op six feet deep, it feels dignified. I'm Kobe Bryant, never switching sides. The lease up, I'm in a different ride. Cause whips lose their value over time. Lesson learned when you grind for every penny earned. My only concern is trying to dodge a semi burn. Yeah. Yeah, Five Family, Lord Mob, they're doing a lot of good stuff. Um, let's let's go back over to Vincente real quick. That's pretty dope. That means uh winning, right? Yeah. Means winning in Italian. Why did you name the project that? Um, Cause I felt like at that moment, like the beginning of 2020, when me and Moose dropped Dirty Pots, like that song, that video, like just caught like such a wave. You know what I'm saying? Like such a wave. And I felt like I, at, at this point we're winning, like we're doing something right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that that's that was just my my um, my goals towards the album, just to call it winning and. Cause at that point in time, that's how I felt like me and my squad was, you know, the way we was headed. I like it. I like mm -hmm. it. Um, and did you start that off with, uh, it, I just noticed it yesterday. I think if this is correct, but the reference it's my money and I want it now. Is that from the commercial? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sure was. It I sure love was. that, man. I love that. You know, that not everybody's going to catch that. It, it, it flows right in the track, but if you're from the, the tri-state area, you probably heard that commercial a million times. So. And it's just one of those commercials that just always popped up on TV. Like. <laughs> you never get enough of it, man. It's crazy. No, 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 you can't, you can't. JG, what was it? Yeah, that guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I love the hip hop res references and, you know, lyricism, keeping that alive. So appreciate that, man. Keep that up. So when did you start working with Mussolini and, you know, start building with uh, Faro Dom Music Group? Um, me and Moose, me and Moose go way back. So it's like probably like 08, 
I think maybe 2008 or something. He was he was on my first like mixtape that I dropped, um, Hustling and Gentlemen on that piff. And uh we've just been we just had a chemistry from back then, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because you hear us from back then and hear us now, like it's it's a huge change. It's a huge change. You could you could tell that, you know, we've been working hard and you know, keeping at it, you know what I'm saying? You could you could see the growth, you could hear the growth. Um and that yeah, that's my bro. I mean, that's my bro. Like found music group, that's what we do. Uh you know, the, the we 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 trying to incorporate this sound, you know, this fly player pimp and shit, but at the same time, you know, I'm giving the people that, you know, that lyrical, that that artistry, that music shit too, you know what I'm saying? Cause at the end of the day, it's a passion for me, like I said, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the song stay classic, it just almost seems like a theme. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. That's how mean, you're answering the classic, questions. Like, it, that's just what it sounds like, man. You're trying to keep it, like I say, to the essence. Like hip hop, it's grown out in many different ways and forms. And, you know, the essence is, is almost coming back or becoming more a part of the mainstream or collective consciousness. I don't like to say mainstream, but just it's becoming more aware to the people. Of course, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, do you have a favorite track with Mussolini? What's your favorite track you guys did together? Wow. <laughs> Damn. Um, I don't know. Um, maybe I want to say Don Talk was dope. Don Talk was dope. I like That's Can't Fuck With Me for sure. Can't Fuck With Me for sure. Mm-hmm. Probably the new joint we got on Knife Wonders beat. Ooh. I mean, that we did out there in North Carolina. Yeah, that, that one was fire. Yeah. Very dope, very dope. We're going to talk about North Carolina in a minute, but that Eagle Feathers feature, that's a really dope one. Video out now, just dropped today. So I'll put a link below. Everybody definitely go check that out. But man, how you came in on that one and killed the track. I like how, I, I like it. That's all I can say. <laughs> Appreciate it. It's really good music. Thank you, thank you, man. Uh. I'm branching off like a withered tree. I tell her, I ran hurdles just to make it where the winners be. Basking in the luxury, Christopher Cutlery, cutting the work comfortably. Never lacking subtlety. Niggas walk around like Charles Branson with a death wish. I need a meal before I make my exit. The fast life could be your last life with no time to repent. Now, what if Tony never died at the end? That's God's body, let off shotties to no avail. Rain, sleet, or hail Drinking devil springs Out of a holy grail Times was good When we had the only pit for sale Work shook the block Had to weigh it on to break the scale That was definitely uh, That one was uh, recorded out there in Colorado mm. We put that whole track together out there So it was a dope experience mm-hmm. What was it like uh, Being a part of that project And kind of seeing it build And doing the video What was that whole process like? I mean, it was cool. Like the the way you know Moose introduced me to O Finesse, um, and right off the bat, like I thought the, the the boy was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like his flow, his cadence, the way he raps, like it's, it's fire. You know what I'm saying? The shit he's saying is fire. Uh, and real, real, real cool, cool dudes out there from Colorado, man. Shout out to them. You know, um, they definitely show love. The hospitality was wonderful, and. When Moose uh started doing records with him and I started listening to it, 
I, I kind of figured like this shit was about to, you know, be nuts. Like from this, <laughs> this is about to be nuts. And it just so happened that I ain't even, I ain't even have a song on there yet. So we were just like, yo, come out with me to Colorado and we'll just do a record out there and put you on the album. And that was like the last song put on the album. Mm. So right on time. Right, right on time. M- much right needed. Time. Definitely necessary, man. Mm-hmm. I got that vinyl. I'm waiting for that. Send that out, guys. We out here. It's coming through. It's coming through. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. So we, we brought up North Carolina a couple times. What was that experience like? I know we know Mussolini. He's got a album coming out with Ninth Wonder. About to be crazy. But what was that experience uh, like tagging along and being a part of that and working down there? Um, it was probably one of the dopest experiences I've ever had. Um, we definitely got busy, got to work. You know, Moose probably we probably recorded Moose probably recorded like seven songs while he was out there. I probably I was on probably like three of them. I want to say maybe three, yeah, three of them. Um, and just meeting knife, real humble dude. Uh, he made a beat on the spot for us. Like that, that shit was nuts. <laughs> like it was nuts just seeing the whole process. Yeah, I can um, imagine. Yeah, and after we laid it down, you know, and just just seeing how he he received the 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 outcome of the, of the song, like you know that that kind of made me feel like, damn, like you know this this is really it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I can't wait for the album. Like the album is fire. Uh, uh, we shot a video. I'm featured on the album, so we shot the video to that song, and uh, he shot a video that he got with um, nice artists. I mean, Swank. I mean, King Draft. Shout out to them. And yeah, yo, this should be dope. Should be dope. What is it like working in different environments? Uh, like going down there, I'm sure it was a very different experience. I mean, you got Ninth Wonder in the room. I'm sure there's probably a little bit more pressure than when you are just hanging in the studio going through beats. What was that? Um, I mean, what was that like? like you know, pressure bus pipes. You know what I mean? And, and that that's that's kind of when. The thing, the, the 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 lyrics come out way better, you know what I'm saying? Like with the pressure, you know what I'm saying? Because you you there trying to impress, you there trying to give it your all, you know what I'm saying? It's not just like you coasting, taking your time with it, and um, just being in that environment in that environment makes it just so much easier because you you're around a bunch of workers, you know what I'm saying? Everybody on the same path, doing the same thing, mm-hmm. so that kind of gives you the motivation and the push to want to keep going in and writing. Oh, man, I'm excited to hear whatever comes out of North Carolina from that session and whatever really comes next from you guys. Um, I kind of want to talk about the general hip hop sound that's going on right now. We, we touched on it a little bit and it becoming more the underground or independent scene. People really with lyricism m- moving up more to the mainstream, you know, Griselda, Freddie Gibbs, getting a lot more exposure and bringing people more into this style of hip hop. It's more readily available through the streaming platforms, all that type of stuff. What's your opinion on hip hop music? Do you think there should be like more categories within it? Um, it's there, there should be more categories. I don't see why not. You know, other genres have different categories. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got alternative rock, you got soft rock, you know what I'm saying? You got pop, you got hip hop. <laughs> like, so I don't see why not. Um, uh, it's it's kind of funny. Well, I don't want to say funny, but it's crazy to see how, like, our hip hop that we grew up on, that used to be mainstream, got pushed to the underground. 
Mm-hmm. But as so as this new sound, because of the mainstream, you know, it's it's considered hip hop now because it's on the radio. But but sure enough, you know, shout outs to Griselda and all them boys, you know, that they featuring on on the radio now, you know, they showing love, they paving the way for this sound to come back because you know it just proves to show that people still love and listen to this type of hip hop. You know, look look at Benny. Benny dropped the album, number one album in the country, number one hip hop album in the country. Mm-hmm. Twice I think he did that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's big. That's big. Serious. That yeah, says that's a lot. Work. That says a lot. Yeah, I I love it. I love the direction it's going and that, you know, there is this underground world that sort of nobody, I don't want to say nobody knows about, but just the people that are tapped in really know about. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited like, to it's swim like in. Diehard, it's like a fan thing. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, it's like we're, it's like its own fan base. And it's just a bunch of dope, dope people, man. For real, people, you know, supporting the vinyl and, uh, you know, it's it's cool to see that kind, that part of the culture coming back. Absolutely. Um, I saw that you are a Patriots fan. I'm up here on Cape Cod. Uh, have you ever been up on Cape Cod? No, no, I have not. It's out here in Massachusetts. It's definitely its own sort of vibe. You know, we, we got a family restaurant up here. So that, that's what we're doing up here and doing the radio thing. But hey, if you ever get a chance to come up here, I'd love to ha- have you in the studio. You know, another interview. Yeah, definitely. I've been to Boston. I've, you know, I've been to Fenway. Uh, that's pretty much it. I got fam up there. Next time you up here, next time you up here, just drive a little bit over to the right. We got you. I got you. Thank you. Um, so what's next for you? You got a, you're working on another album. What, what, what do you, what is Izzy Hot working on right now? Yeah, we got, uh, so I'm working on a new EP right now. No hot summer. So we're going to check that out. We're probably going to drop that, you know, probably July, August around there. Um, Mm -hmm. I got this album I'm working on with Moose. Yeah, Moose got the joint album coming out. Ooh. And, you know, I'm just coming out in a whole bunch of features, a whole bunch of different albums. You know what I mean? Shot, working with Rashid, uh, worked with 38 Spash. You know, um, me and Moose did a track with uh, Buck Wild. Uh, yeah, so I'm just getting busy, man. Just getting busy. Like, the more features I do, you know, the, the more people going to hear, hear me. You know what I'm saying? Because people from the artists that I work with are going to start tapping in. Mm-hmm. That's a good mindset, man. I like it. Mm-hmm. Keep it up. Um, so now we're going to get to the food portion of the conversation. You know, it's Flavor in Your Ear Radio. I seen when you was out in Colorado, you did the Breaking Bread with Chef P. How was that chicken sandwich, man? That thing was fire. They didn't yeah. show that enough. Yeah, that's that's an 11 out of 10 right there. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to connect yeah, with them, yeah. man. We're going to I'm gonna have to break some bread too. <laughs> but I'm a pizza guy. That, that's my thing. That's another sort of art that I do. I DJ, I make pizza. You know, it's 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 the same thing to me. You know, I see it the same way. Uh, what do you have a go-to pizza spot when you're in New York or in your neighborhood? Um Race Pizza. Race Pizza pop it. And also um there's a moon pizza in Little Italy in the Bronx. That's probably one of the best pieces I ever had. Moon pizza, yeah, in Little Italy. Moon pizza. All right, it's definitely on the list. And you know, since you're running with Moose, I'm sure you got a good Dominican spot too. Can you tap me into something uptown? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 can't go wrong with uh, the Malecon. You can't go wrong with the Malecon. You can't go wrong with uh, uh, Zona de Cuba. I mean, you got some shit called 
Zona de Cuba is a restaurant that's on top of a post office. Crazy, okay. right? Like, but the setup up there is like it's a Cuban spot. Like, it's awesome. All right, man. I'm definitely gonna have to, you know, I gotta list everybody that I'm interviewing. I gotta see where their food spots are because you know this is what we gotta do. Flavoring the ear radio. I'm giving you the good music. You guys giving me the good food spots, and uh, we're gonna keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Izzy Hot, thank you very much for taking the time to have this conversation. We look forward to everything that is coming next. Memento out now. Definitely go buy, stream that, listen to that. Anything else you want to let the people know? Um, just follow me on Izzy Hot. Follow me on Instagram, Izzy Hot everywhere. Uh, tune in to Memento. You know, look forward to these videos we're about to drop. You know, shout out to Moose, the whole file music group. You know what I mean, let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. All right, man. Izzy, take care. We'll talk to you soon. You already know. Holla. Tell him, look. I'm thinking dead presidents like I'm grieving. Huh? My central thesis, spending cash like I don't need it. Killing two birds with the same stone they thrown at Jesus. No plans to be a father, so it's God bless my nieces. Amen. Street tales, make it past 25, then you prevailed. Weed sales kept me this fly, they wish I see jail. Niggas put a press on your life, you niggas retail. The team fails when you don't pay attention to detail. Bumping no J's in the Coupe de Ville for the love.